I'm Mike Vardy. Managing passwords can be a real headache, right? Think about it. Every website requires a new password. Each one needs to be unique, secure, and somehow memorable. But there's a better way. Welcome to the world of 1Password, where your entire company can generate strong, unique passwords, store them securely, and access them across any device without ever needing a reset. Imagine never having to click Forgot Password again. With 1Password's award-winning design, managing passwords becomes a breeze for you and your entire team. It's trusted by millions, including top companies like IBM and Slack. Here's the best part. My listeners can try 1Password for free for two weeks. Right now, get your free trial at onepasswordcom slash ConVo. Secure your passwords and simplify your online security with 1Password. Are you a small business owner struggling to find the right talent for your team? I've been there, and I know how challenging it can be. That's why I recommend LinkedIn Jobs. It's not just any job board. It's a community where you can find professionals who are the perfect fit for your business, many of whom aren't checking other job sites. In fact, 70% of LinkedIn users aren't visiting other leading job sites, making LinkedIn your best bet for finding top talent. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can post your job and reach qualified candidates quickly. 86% of small businesses find a qualified candidate within 24 hours. And now, you can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash conversation. That's right, for free. Don't miss out on finding top talent. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash conversation today. Terms and conditions apply. Starting an online business or expanding your physical storefront online has never been easier thanks to Shopify. This global commerce platform supports you at every stage of your business journey. From launching your online shop to managing a million orders, Shopify is there to simplify and accelerate your growth. It's not just about selling products. Shopify helps you manage every aspect of your business with their all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system. But that's not all. Shopify helps you convert visitors into customers with the best converting checkout process on the internet, which performs up to 36% better than other platforms. And now a special offer for my listeners. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash timecrafting, all lowercase. Whether you're just starting out or looking to scale up, Shopify is the perfect partner for your business. Meal planning is important because it prevents us from being a disappointed wreck when dinner time comes around and we have no clue what to make or even if we have the ingredients to make the meal. It's a time and a money saver, but most importantly, it frees up valuable brain space. Creating a meal plan prepares us for the week to come and gives us peace of mind that we're organized and can feed ourselves and our family. That's why I do it and that's why Plan to Eat helps me do it. Your subscription includes access to the Plan to Eat website and fully featured mobile apps on iOS and Android. And Plan to Eat gives you the tools to clip and organize recipes from any website, the ones your family loves and that fit your dietary preferences and needs. And you can create a meal plan around your schedule. Then what happens is the Plan to Eat software automatically creates an organized shopping list based on your plan. So sign up for your free trial at plantoeat.com slash timecrafting. That's plantoeat.com forward slash timecrafting. The coupon will be automatically applied to your account and can be used when you're ready to subscribe. It's valid for new customers only. Give Plan to Eat a try today. And this is the Productivityist Podcast. Welcome to the Productivityist Podcast. I am your host, Mike Vardy, and this week on the show, 
I have the CEO and founder of O2E Brands, better known as, well, they're, they're not better known as, but the company, one of the companies that they have underneath there, 1-800-GOT-JUNK is the one you're probably familiar with. And that's the one Brian started with one truck and a great idea. And now it's one of North America's most successful companies. And with O2E Brands, which he is, again, founder and CEO of, he wants to take his three newest ventures, Wild One Day Painting, You've Moved Me, and Shack Shine, to the same level that he did with 1-800-GOT-JUNK. This episode's called 1-800-GOT-PRODUCTIVITY for a reason. We talk about the different tactics that he's he employs. And it's interesting because... Uh, you know, he is the CEO, so he we get that perspective of somebody who's the CEO of a large company and how they shape their day, and not only for themselves, but how they also help others shape their day and, and give them permission to do certain things. In fact, he creates boundaries for himself. Uh, we talk about that. We talk about the idea of, you know, extreme focus. Uh, he does mention that he's ADHD, so there's some issue, there's some stuff we talk about there. There's a lot that we can get into in this episode, so I'm just going to dive into it because I want him to share his pearls of wisdom with you. Enough from me. Let's talk to Brian Scudmore here on the Productivityist Podcast. I'd like to welcome Brian Scudamore to the Productivityist Podcast. Brian, thanks for joining me this week. Thanks for having me, Mike. So you're in you're in Vancouver, right? I am. Beautiful Vancouver. And I'm right across the water in beautiful Victoria. All right. So we have a beautiful day here today as we're recording this, and you know it's it's funny. I've seen uh, your your uh, your 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 branding all over the place uh, because you are the founder and CEO of O2E Brands, which is the banner company of probably something people have heard of. One eight hundred got junk with a question mark. Now, I mean, it's funny. I actually took um, a flight. I haven't told you this before we started recording, but I took a flight with someone. I was flying from uh, Newark to Seattle. And it was, or it would have been, I believe, in February. And that there was a gentleman sitting next to me on the plane that happened to be going to Vancouver for some kind of meetings, and he had right. a, he had a shirt on. And I'm like, wait a minute, I know, I know this thing. And we actually chatted a little bit about 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 uh, you know all good, of course, but about the company. And it was <laughs> it was great to see, you know. And he said that he was in his his wing was in. New Jersey. So 1-800-GOT-JUNK and your brand, like, that's global, isn't it? Or is it North American or is it all over the world? We're in Canada, United States, and Australia. So three countries, fairly well spread out. And it's, uh, it's a ton of fun. But what I love about your story is that happens all the time. We are very well branded as an organization with any of our O2E brands. We encourage people to wear the brand with pride. So even right now, I've got branded Chucks, branded Converse that have the O2E brands logo printed on them and you'll get guys with laptops on a plane and it'll have a a 1-800-GOT-JUNK sticker on the front of it and it it always sparks up conversation if someone's got a logo on you're much more likely to say hey i know that company and spark up a a chat yeah it was it was it was awesome and uh, i think it was his first time coming into into vancouver too so i got to give him a bit of a lowdown of you know here's what you know what you where you should might might want to go see and stuff like that and so it was it was great but i want to talk about the the story uh because and then i want to dive into your productivity practices because obviously when you're when you're starting something off um you know you're you're kind of forward going forth on your own and then you have to figure out how to create some boundaries and, and, and set some frameworks for your time. But when you started, was it was one eight hundred got junk always going to be the name? Because it's incredibly clever. 
it was 10 years, actually it was about eight years into the company that I rebranded from the rubbish boys. Right. So I was in a McDonald's drive through beat up old pickup truck in front of me. It said Mark's hauling on the side and it was filled with junk. I decided I was going to buy a truck, haul junk as a way to pay for college. And I started as the rubbish boys with a plural sounding name. Cause I did have a vision. It would be something bigger than just me, mm-hmm. but eight years in, I realized as I wanted to expand beyond Vancouver, especially into the United States, I knew that the word rubbish was a little bit of a Canadian slash British term and wouldn't resonate with people in the United States as much. So I rebranded the company and our phone number at the time was 738 Junk. So the rubbish boys, 738 Junk. And I said, okay, I still want to keep a number that has junk in it and brainstormed through 800 numbers. And came up with Got Junk as a bit of a play on the Got Milk campaign that was going on, an ad campaign at the time in the United States. And 60 phone calls to the owner of the phone number in the end resulted in me capturing or owning the 1-800-GOT-JUNK number. It actually was the Department of Transportation in Idaho who owned the number. And (laughs) finally got the guy in the phone room and the guy said, you know what, you've called me three times in the last couple of days. It sounds like this is important to you. And Gave me the number. Wow, that's awesome. It's like kind of like the modern day domain finding of trying to figure out how you get the domain you really want back back, you know, this would have been years ago. Now now um now by the way, when you, you've got you move me is another one. So do you guys say you, you want us to help you move your Chesterfield or couch? Because I mean again, Canadian, right? We'd we probably say Chesterfield right. over couch. <laughs> um, yeah. um Coming up, okay, so let's talk about the brainstorming component because, I mean, obviously, the, the, the work that you do now, I mean, you've got a ton of, uh, of companies underneath it, but the time that it took to sit and come up with the, you know, like go through all the research and the, and the, and the, the, the brainstorming of figuring out what, you know, what you wanted to call your company and, and, and how it led to, do you still, how do you make time for that still running your, your, your large corporation, your large businesses? Because, I mean, that time is, probably tough to get for most people. Yeah, I make time for what's most important in my role in the business. So if I look at myself as CEO, founder and CEO, I focus on branding, vision, strategy. I get to be the, 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 I focus on the things that I do best that the company needs me the most for. And so vision and culture seem to be the primary things, vision, culture, and branding. But I'm fortunate that I've got a partner, a COO and president, Eric Church, who is a brilliant executor. He's the leader. He's driving the plan. He's making everything uh, fall into place. And so it's a two-in-the-box tag team of, of two people working very, very hard to, to grow something together. But we need each other and each other's strengths and weaknesses. And so you leverage each other's strengths and weaknesses in a way that that makes the business grow, makes makes everybody thrive from from you know your your own your own roles all the way down to like I said to the to the franchisees and and owners all across you know North America and Australia, right? Absolutely. So, how easy is it for you? Because you started this company. And you started, how easy has it been for you to let go of stuff? Because that's something when people, you know, when they're starting off and when they built something, letting go of certain elements and delegating uh, has been, and, and, you know, kind of embracing the role that you have now can be a challenge. How did you do that? And how do you continue to do that? It's easy now that I've done it. I've gotten <laughs> almost everything off my plate except for vision, culture, 
and some high-level branding. But I've got such a great team in place that, as I said, it's easy now. Where it was difficult was when I thought, my ego told me that I was best at everything in my business. If I owned the company and I was the guy that created it, nobody cares as much as I do. No one will do as good of a job as I do on virtually everything in the business. But I realized how wrong that was. And slowly over time, I started to learn when I let individual things go. So PR, getting out there and pitching the press, trying to tell our story. We brought in a guy, Tyler Wright, who was our first PR hire. We now have a team of six people full-time on our PR team. But he came in and showed me that, you know what, I was wrong. He does a better job pitching the press than I ever did or would do. And it, it, it taught me the, the value in learning to let go and, and taking some risks and not thinking I'm so smart and gradually moving away from every single thing I can take, take off my plate uh, in the business other than the precious few that I, I do have a natural talent for. And uh, and do have an absolute deep passion for. And we've seen this in in you know in news articles and stories about you know the CEOs and founders. They remove as much of the stuff that they that other people will do better, and and focus on the things they do well, so that that's how they 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 maintain not only their level of success but can also continue to excel. Yeah, building a business it's a team sport. How many team sports do you see being played by one person? You just can't do it. You can't scale and be play all positions all the time. No, I mean, so, yeah, we see it. In, I mean, we've seen it throughout sport. I mean, you're looking at right now as we're recording this, the NBA finals are on. And I mean, you've got uh, teams that, that every element of that team makes that team go, whether it's the Golden State Warriors there. I mean, all of them have to play a part. And if Steph Curry's not... Uh, up to snuff that day, then then you know Clay Thompson has to step up, or if and and if LeBron James on the Cavs side isn't doing things, then Kyrie Irving, like you see that happen all the time. Yeah, and you might have a superstar player on a team or in a business, but they're no superstar if they're alone. They need the support and the teamwork of people around them, people with them. Now you've let go of something interesting that. I think even I would struggle with doing, and that's passwords and changing passwords and and removing that element of communication uh, when it comes to email and social media. You you've got this this idea of called going dark. Can you dive into that? Because I, I mean, I've teased it a little bit, but I'd love to hear why you went down this road and what it's done for you. Yeah, going dark is something that. You know, you can call it going off the grid, whatever you want to refer to uh, the terminology. My word is go dark. And what that means for myself and my team is I'm unplugged. I'm disconnected from the business. I will take usually six weeks at a time in the summer and I'll go away to Italy with my family or California this summer. Whatever it is we're doing as a family I want to be able to unplug and be there with my family. And I want my team to do the same thing. Our, our head of communications, uh, Carrie Shakespeare, she has gone down to Napa with her husband for 40th birthday celebration, and she likes to be connected. And I pushed her and pushed her and just said, come on, Carrie, let go. Get someone on your team to change your password. Don't check in. And it's funny because the team's watching her. The team, the team said, "I, you know, we have a little app set up that we can tell if she's read her email. <laughs> if she looks at her email, we're going to jump all over her." You know, it's it, it's sort of a fun game to play to say, "Listen, really take it and unplug." So 
for me, going dark means I get my assistant to change my password to my email. My password would then change, of course, to my calendar, my social media. I can't access anything. And so the only way I could get access is to call my assistant and say, you know, please change it back. But that's not the spirit of, of what we're trying to accomplish. So I think we're, as, as human beings these days, as entrepreneurs these days, we are addicted to distraction. And sometimes it's hard just to sit on a dock and enjoy the sunset without picking up a phone and trying to connect. So for me, it's, it's taking that drastic step to say, don't allow myself to do it, even if I get temp- temptation. And I recharge in a way that I couldn't possibly do if I was checking email. It, it's, it's an interesting way to approach priority because a lot of people, and I want to touch on something else you do when it comes to priority and prioritization, is a lot of people, what they do is they, they, they try to grab as many things as they can at once. They multitask, which we, we know is really a myth. There's no way to truly have your, have your, your attention spread out over multiple things and do them any one of them well. Right. What do you, when you look at priority, like how do you, how do you focus on prioritization? Like, is that something that you've, um, like, do, do you, I, I know you've got one tactic that, that I'd love you to share about setting the clock, but what does priority mean to you and how do you make sure that you give that its proper attention? Yeah, it's really, it's simple for me. Prioritization is choosing the top three items that I might have on my plate. So for example, or, or that I should have on my plate rather. So every given day, every given week, I will sit down and, and pull out a sheet of paper or pull up my phone and create a note. What are the top three things that I need to do to drive the business, my life, my leadership forward? And I will write down a maximum of three things. Sometimes there's one big thing that's so important that I don't want two other things to get in the way. So it's really just a top one. But I always have my focus and my intention for the day set of what do I need to focus on and accomplish so that I don't allow other things to get in my way. Now, business, life, things change, and sometimes you have to reshuffle your priorities, but I do it very intentionally, and I look at my top three and say, uh, do I really adjust my priorities, or are the priorities still the priorities? Now, when when you are overwhelmed, you have this tactic that you my way, which I think is, is great because um, it's deliberate, intentional, and yet anybody can do it, really, right? Do you want to share that with, with my audience here? If I'm overwhelmed, the easiest thing for me is I pull out a sheet of paper and I start to list all the things that are occupying my mental bandwidth, mm-hmm. things that I need to think about, things that I need to do, and I'll list them all out without consulting my other notes or looking in emails or asking other people. I just write what comes top of mind. So that brain dump onto one sheet of paper then allows me to say, okay, I feel better that I've captured it all. Now what are the top three? And I'll circle up to three things, and that becomes my top three. So it takes me out of overwhelm. I'll often, I've definitely done this in the past, share my list with someone else and say on the leadership team, how important do you think these priorities are? I'll often get people saying, oh, you shouldn't be working on that. I'll mm-hmm. take that for you. And then another little hack I do is if I'm having trouble getting started on something, I'll set a timer for five minutes or 10 minutes and I'll say, okay, I'm going to give my best for that five minutes. And ultimately what it does is it, it starts momentum where 
after five minutes, I go, oh, the hardest part was starting. And that timer got me to go start so that I can uh, now build momentum and I don't feel like I want to stop. Yeah. And so that builds that state of flow that you get into that state of flow and then you just keep going and going and you actually are able to to deliver the goods. Um, yes, sometimes the hardest step is the first one. And that's where I find that little timer trick for me. You give it five minutes. You know, if any, anybody can commit to five minutes. So after that five minutes, I find I don't want to stop. I feel good. I got the momentum. And occasionally, rarely, if it uh, the five minutes, at, at the timer goes off and I still don't want to focus on that item and, and shift course, then I give my permission to do so. Yeah, and permission is really important. I think that a lot of people don't do that with their time and, and their tasks. They feel compelled or, 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 or almost pulled by them. How important is it for you to give yourself permission to either let go, like you said, you talk, we talked a little bit about letting go, or even like, you know, you said about taking that sabbatical, that break, that going dark. Um, you probably, I mean, when you leave the office at the end of the day, some people have a hard time unplugging and, and they don't give themselves permission to do so. Um, how do you make that happen? And how do you encourage others, whether they're in a role that you have, which is like a CEO role, or even somebody that's, you know, working a nine to five and is having a hard time just disconnecting or, or giving themselves permission to do so? How do you how do you deal with that? Yeah, it requires discipline, but I think it's 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 permission is probably the key word. I give myself permission, but I also give others permission on on my team to to disconnect. And sometimes it's a bit of accountability and cheerleading each other to actually disconnect, like the example I gave you with Carrie and her husband in Napa. I find that I give myself permission and someone from the outside side might go, oh, okay, he's the boss. He's king. Great. You know, like it's, of course he can do it. Well, no, I, I want my people to be the best they can be. And I encourage them to disconnect. I can't force them to disconnect. Everybody's connected 24 seven now through their smartphones. But you try and catch people in the act of being connected when they shouldn't and, and gently sort of say, like, listen, you know, maybe you're too connected. Maybe you should take some time. My president and COO, Eric Church, it, it, it took time in the beginning for him to disconnect. And you think that, OK, the culture says disconnect, but do we really want to disconnect? Do we really mean disconnect? And you've got to encourage people. And so it is it's nice to see Eric frequently disconnect himself and fortunately he's into things like um uh sort of biking out in the 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 wilderness in the middle of nowhere with a a group of people often in in areas of the world where there is no where there are no uh connections and so you know sometimes he's forcing himself to disconnect but it's healthy speaking of disconnection do you meditate or do you find something that you do that is a form of meditation i've done little bits of meditation here and there, but I'm an ADD type and it's hard to get me to sit down and take a breath and then take another one Mm. and just stay focused. I know that doctors would say that meditation would be a fantastic thing for people with ADD, but the, the, the catch 22 is getting us to sit down and actually take that time. I, I enjoy meditation when I do it, but I, it's not a regular practice of mine. I'll often find myself on a business retreat where one of the leaders gets the group starting with a meditation. And at the end, it's a reminder to me that, oh, I got to be doing this. But again, it's, it's, you know, meditation for me is my road biking. I went for a, a nice ride this morning at 6 a.m., no cars on the road. And to 
to me, that was you're, you're, you're looking at the pavement for 30 kilometers, you're getting in that zone, and, and that's my form of meditation. So, Brian, this has been awesome. I, I know that I want to be respectful of your time. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, I've had a great time chatting with you. Where can people find out more about your company and also maybe even interact with you occasionally when you actually have the password to your social media account? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, so so keeping it simple, two places to go that they could learn more or connect. Number one is o2ebrands.com. So the number O. Uh, sorry, the number O, the uh, the letter O, the number two, the letter E, brands.com. So O2E, that stands for Ordinary to Exceptional. And they can find out more information there. My LinkedIn profile is on that page. So that's the second place. Connect with me on LinkedIn. If I can help you in any way, I will certainly do my best to do so. And uh, always enjoy connecting with great people. So I'm sure you got an awesome audience, and I appreciate everybody taking the time to listen. And enjoyed chatting with you, Mike. You're, uh, you got some great questions, and I certainly love reflecting on productivity. I'm a passionate uh, person about that subject because you know, you've only got a certain number of hours in the day. You might as well make the best of them and get more done. And Great stuff. Awesome. Thanks so much for joining me, Brian. I appreciate it. Thanks, Mike. And that's a wrap. Thanks to Brian Scudamore for joining me this week on the show. Thanks to John Polstra for producing the show. And thanks to you for listening. Now, if you want to take things to the next level with the Productivity is Podcast, get more content because there was more stuff to share in this episode, then head over to patreon.com slash productivityist and you can contribute whatever dollar amount you're able to. Want from $1 all the way up to $50. And there's different perk levels for every dollar amount you donate. So... There's a dollar amount uh, for for $1. There's a $5 one. There's a $10 one. There's a $50 one. And different perks at different levels. So check those out. Patreon.com slash Productivityist. And you can also rate and review the show on iTunes as well, which helps me make the show better. And uh, that's definitely what we want to be doing. I 1-800-GOTTA-GET-OUT-OF-HERE. I was hoping to use that joke. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Thanks so much for listening this week. Uh, Until next time, I am Mike Vardy, the host of the Productivityist podcast, reminding you to stop guessing and start going.